Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to episode number 52 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live talk show and podcast. I'm Dana Bowman, founder of ThyroidNation.com. And I'm Tiffany Milanich of GratefulGarden.biz. And today we are talking with Carrie Vitt, founder of DeliciouslyOrganic.net, and she'll share her story. We'll talk about mercury fillings and detoxing and food and nutrition, all kinds of good stuff. Um, I've been following Carrie's blog for quite some time, so I'm really, really thrilled to talk to her today. I love her site, too. <clears throat> it's got such Beautiful. a nice... Be, I love the coloring, mm-hmm. and it's just so inviting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some awesome right. recipes. Did it you is. flip through those recipes, man? They're oh, the my God, I can't even talk about it. I know. And she comes I'm, up, like, looking at this. She comes huh? up with all of her own recipes, too. She comes up with all of her own recipes, too, because I asked her. I was like, oh, my God, there's no way I could do that. That's fantastic. Nice to have people oh like her God. that you can follow along their recipes. I know. Yeah, I definitely am. I'm That breakfast frittata is making me hungry. <laughs> So good. Me too. We are so incredibly excited to talk with her and pick her brain. But just a few things first. If you've missed any of the Thyroid Nation radio podcasts, you can easily download and listen to them at your leisure on iTunes. And stay tuned as we turn each show into an article that you can easily listen to or easily reference. Very nice. That's a new format. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, that's going to be really neat, right? It is. I'm excited. And you know what? You know what? She is she is with us. So let's get this conversation right. driving. Let's do Good it. Good morning, Carrie. Can you hear us okay? Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. Well, good morning. Good morning. That is a fabulous website. We're just flipping through your, your some of your recipes on here and oh my gosh, girl, what time is breakfast? <laughs> We're flying in. <laughs> Very early. My girls are teenagers and school starts too early, so it's like 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You don't look old enough to have teenagers. Are you serious? Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've got a 13- and 14-year-old girl, two girls. So, um, yeah, we're getting into the teenage high school years. So it's fun. Oh. I enjoy it. I will send you love and, and light now. And I- Yes, Tiff and I both have fourteen-year-olds. We have fourteen-year-old boys, so watch out. Are your girls cute? I I think they are. (laughs) What about your boys? And then I oh, and then I have three girls too. Blue eyes, a little one. Yes, yeah. So weird boy, I'll tell you. Yeah. (laughs) So I imagine that. um, Let's go ahead and get started. Let's go yes, and get started, yes, yes. girls. I wanna I wanna hear I wanna hear um I wanna hear Carrie's story because it's um it's inspiring and I want everybody to know a little bit about her and where she's coming from. So go ahead and fill us in, Carrie. Yeah. Um well gosh, back in two thousand eight I went to the dentist uh for an amalgam filling removal. Most people know those as like the silver fillings. And uh, I didn't know at the time that when you get one of those removed, you need to go to a dentist who has been properly trained to take the right precautions. And uh, so I went in, and uh, this filling took up most of my molar, and it was a three-hour appointment. I I don't know why, but he drilled and drilled and drilled. It was a very, very long time that I laid there. And as I laid there, you know, the, the proper precautions weren't taken. And so as I laid there, I was breathing in the vapors as he was drilling. And um 
as soon as I sat up from the chair, I was sick, and I knew something oh, really? was terribly wrong. Yeah, I, it was an immediate Dizziness effect or, for me. Carrie, tell us what, I, what do you mean by sick? Did you feel nauseous I or just, felt, just knew something was, was wrong? There was nausea, and it was just like, it was like somebody, I know this sounds funny, but you know those, um, those lead vests that you wear when you go to get an x-ray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was wearing, like, several of those. And I felt so oh, wow. weighed down and exhausted. And uh, my husband picked me up, drove me home, and I got in bed. And I was in bed for a full week. And I remember him talking. We were in the hallway. I mean, I remember, like, it was yesterday. And we were like, why Why would I take a filling so hard? This is very weird. But at the time, we didn't understand the dangers of amalgam filling removals and things like that. And so we were like, huh, that's odd. And so uh, I gained a little bit of my strength. And then, I don't know, within about six, seven weeks or so, my skin started breaking out, like really bad acne. And then I started losing my hair. And then I was getting, I was becoming very depressed, right? Because, well, I had acne, I'm losing my hair. Um, (laughs) And uh, couldn't sleep. And then it turned into hives from the neck up, and they, I just felt like somebody was holding a frying pan to my skin all the time. All, all of the skin from my neck up peeled off twice a day. Oh, and my God. it was red, swollen. I was miserable. And I went, you know, the, the most frustrating part was that I was going from doctor to doctor, and they just kept telling me, you have dry skin, and they would hand me a tube of steroid cream and send me out the door. And oh so my gosh! I started you can getting see by your pictures. That is totally. That's just so yeah. off the mark. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, really. yeah. And I, I actually started taking pictures of myself every once in a while. That's why I have these before shots because I, I just needed to validate what was going on because no one was listening. I mean, my husband was being very kind and like, you know, stay in bed, do what you need to do. But other than that, like, I couldn't get a doctor to listen and take me seriously. And so I started taking pictures of myself and you can see on the the blog that um, I don't look happy in that first shot. And I wasn't, I was really ticked off because I was hurting and no one would help me. And um, about nine months later, so I kept going doctor to doctor and nine months in, I finally found a doctor who just ran some tests, right? Just some labs. And uh, after some digging, we figured out that I had Hashimoto's disease. So um, he offered me, he said, hey, you can take this medicine. And I said, okay, well, how is that going to help my thyroid? And I was already coming from the viewpoint of food can heal because years before I had overcome chronic migraines, eczema, and IBS with real food. And so I knew that food could heal. Uh, and so I asked him, you know, what will this he'll do for my thyroid and he's like oh that's not how it works like it might help you with symptoms your thyroid's going to stop working eventually and you're going to be on medication the rest of your life and that just wasn't what I wanted to do and so I said no thank you and I actually told him I said I'm going to reverse my disease and he was like okay um and I just walked out and I thought you know I remember walking down that white hallway in the clinic and I just thought all right I I don't know how I'm going to do this but I'm going to do this. This is not my life. I th- I'm going to change. And so uh, one of my best friends who had been calling me every day through all this, just listening to me cry and, and praying for me and supporting me, and I didn't realize her sister is a holistic nutritionist out in California. 
And so my friend Karen called and said, I made an appointment with my sister. She's going to take you on as a client, and uh, and she's going to be able to help you. So, uh, of course, you know, it's super important to figure out what the root cause of your disease is, and that took us a little while, um, but we figured out what was going on. My root cause was I had, um, an, uh, you know, a huge amount of heavy metals in my system, and especially mercury. So I had absorbed a lot of that, taken a lot of it in during that uh, filling removal. So I turned to, uh, you know, real food, a very you know, nutrient-dense, grain-free diet, and then a lot of just at-home detox therapies. And then um, as we watched my blood work and stuff, I would take different whole food supplements to, you know, replace minerals or, you know, omega-3s and things like that to help build my system back. And um, after about nine months on her protocol, the hives were completely gone. They've never come back. And my hair eventually came in. I started sleeping again. You know, just the depression went away, all those things. And then um, thankfully I was able to, uh, you know, stop the attack and reverse it and put my disease in remission and um, I'm still medicine free and symptom free. And now I want to share my story and, and help people and give them hope and, and give them tools to make steps in the right direction. You know, that's fabulous. Do you remember Carrie by chance what your antibodies, like how high they were, or how high your TSH was? Do you remember by chance? I remember at one point my TSH was 87 and that's when, you know, Holy I moly. So weight. I know it was, well, I couldn't fit in any of my clothes. Um, and then I know, you know, those two levels, there's TPO and then there's, oh, I'm T-P-O. sorry, what's the other one? Yes, yes. Baby, yes. And both of them were above 1600. Like they couldn't read them. They were so high. And, you know, my husband's military. So the labs that we are, have access to. They're not My heart goes specific. out to you. <laughs> yeah, military yeah. is very, very limited on. I'm surprised you even yeah. got the antibodies done with the military. They're really I, limited on. Yeah, they're very limited. And their labs, I've learned, aren't that great. Like, you know, now I know about Cyrex labs and other places like that that are much more particular. So my antibodies could have been way higher. I just didn't know. I mean, maybe that's better in the long run. I didn't need to be. I already had enough stress in my life. <laughs> maybe right, I didn't right, right. Know exactly how high they they were. So um, yeah, it was it was kind of nuts. I don't really remember a lot of the other numbers. Um, yeah, well, that's a good size. I mean, that that gives right. That gives people the uh, you know the opportunity to understand that it was a it was a good size thyroid problem. It wasn't you know. It was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It was so, it was bad. So I have to just get right to it and ask you, what did you do? Obviously, with heavy metals being a major issue, did you detox through food? Did you do chelation? How did you handle that portion of of the problem? Yeah. I um, well, number one, you know, the diet is huge, huge part of it. Um, I it was a like I said, I went grain free. And that was hard at first. I totally mourned, you know, the fact that I thought I'd never eat a cinnamon roll. I mean, I really remember crying in the kitchen thinking I'd never eat a cinnamon roll again. Uh, You know, so it was a difficult transition. Uh, But lots of, for me, I never had a problem with dairy or nightshades. So, uh, you know, for me, just lots of nutrient-dense foods, making sure to get lots of fat-soluble vitamins uh, through butter 
and, um, you know, organic meats and raw dairy and things like that, lots of vegetables, lots of bone broth, uh, those types of things. I mean, all the types of things that I, you know, write about and create recipes with on my site. And then, um, you know, the, the diet was really the huge backbone. And then as far as different detox therapies, I did um, these mud packs. I did them on um, my teeth and my thyroid and my liver. Uh, I want to get the name of the the company that makes that yeah, for I you guys. Hear, I want to hear more yeah. about that. Keep going. Yeah, Keep yeah. Going. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna walk in the other room here and get it out uh, because I had a lot of. Well, I was actually continuing to have like mouth pain, and I went in to the dentist several times. And this was before we knew that my my disease was connected to my filling removal. And um, they did x-rays. They did everything. They were like, your teeth are fine. And I'm like, but my gums are in pain constantly. And they were like, well, you look, you're fine. And so um, my I started using, okay, it's Premier Research Labs. And they make a Medibody pack, which is a clay and botanical pack. And then they also have one, it's called the Dental Pack. And you can use it on your gums. And so you create, like, you mix it with water and whatever else they say on here to mix it with. And, now, Terry, uh, are those specifically for people that have had your, your type of situation with the, I mean, do they recommend that for people who've just had, you know, uh, amalgam removal? Or is it for what gingivitis? Is it a pretty broad spectrum or is it fairly specific? No, it's a very broad spectrum. So it's even great cool. to, you know, do, like, once a month or something like cool. that, you know? Is it like a bentonite clay? Yeah, it's similar. It's a volcanic clay, bentonite, and cleansing herb. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, my nutritionist said, you know, use this pack on your gums. And I was like, oh, really? I've got to, like, pack clay and dirt on my mouth. And, <laughs> um, I wasn't super thrilled, but I was like, yes, ma'am, I'll do what you say. And uh, so I did, and... Um, 15 minutes and then afterwards they make like these salts that you put in um in some warm water and you soak your feet for a while because you want to make sure that things don't get for lack of a better word just stuck right that your body continues to get rid of what it's needing to get rid of and so one 15 minute pack on my gums and my gums never hurt again so wow obviously yeah there was stuff in my gums that needed to be pulled out so i did those Quite often, I would do the pack on um, my thyroid. Now, at the very beginning, I was very sensitive, right? I mean, I forgot to mention, I'd become allergic to everything. When I had the hives, I couldn't, it didn't matter what I ate, drank, touched. I was reacting to everything. And when I went to the allergist to just get tests, because I was like, oh, I have allergies, I tested negative for everything. So my body was just in this heightened state. Um, and uh, so when I started using the packs on my thyroid, I could only do like a couple minutes and then I would take it off. Uh, and then I would do, you know, like 10 minutes on my liver and take it off and rinse it off. Um, I also did castor oil packs. And those are really wonderful for the thyroid and the liver. Um, you know, I think a lot of times when we're trying to, even if we're just wanting to reduce symptoms of thyroid disease and things like that, we, we often overlook um, the liver. And that's one of, oh, you know, sure. that's your key. Yeah, that's where you detox. And 
And we are, a lot of times we think of detox as like, oh, heavy metals and chemicals and stuff. But if your liver is working slow, it's not going to be able to even filter out maybe the excess hormones that you have in your system. And then you're not going to feel well, you know. So making sure that your liver is working really well and efficiently is super, super important when you're wanting to make steps towards getting better. So the casserole packs are fabulous. They're super gentle and easiest detox on the planet because you just Stick it on your abdomen and then you watch a movie. Like it's so easy. <laughs> right. And, uh, right. I love that. So I yeah yeah. I had to uh, I had to work up to putting the casserole packs on my thyroid at first. Like I said, everything was just so sensitive. So for a long time, I just did the casserole pack uh, for maybe an hour or two. Um, for a while, I did them every day. At the end of the day, I would just get in bed and put it on and then read a book or watch a movie. And then I worked up to being able to put it on my thyroid. And uh, so those helped. And then um, near-infrared sauna is fabulous. And Oh, let, oh. let me – I want to jump in. Yay, yay, yay. I am um, – Yeah. I actually <laughs> made my own. And I have it in my in my shower that we don't use. I actually had a neighbor who's like a wood you know worker kind of guy, and I bought the bulbs and have it in my shower. Yeah. And I love it. Yes, isn't it great? I mean, and love it's it. so wonderful for um just for relieving stress, right? And uh, which we all need when we have Hashimoto's disease, <laughs> right? We're all usually feeling sure. a bit anxious and need help with that, and. Uh, so it's really wonderful for flushing toxins out of the body. And um, so I did that. I did that for a while. Again, I did that like every day. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and so I was fortunate to have the time, you know. And when my kids would go to school, it was just like detox all day long for a while because I didn't have energy really to do anything else. So um, Now, did you have on, other heavy metal uh, toxicities, Carrie? Did you have any copper toxicity, or was it? Uh, I mean, did you ever have anything where you had it on paper where you could watch it come down or? No, we really just worked with, like, how I was feeling and what all my other numbers looked like. Because as we kept detoxing, yeah, as I kept detoxing and kept on the diet and and saw my body healing, then all the numbers got better, right? The TSH slowly started coming down, you know, all that stuff. Right, right, right. So that's kind of what we did instead. Plus the doctor's. You know, there was only so much testing I could get out of them. (laughs) Right. Jeez, I mean, they won't even test B12. I know because I live close to uh, the base here in Joshua Tree, the 29 Palms base, the Marine base. And, you know, some of my clients, my God, it's literally like pulling teeth to just even get a B12 or a ferritin or anything like that drawn. They're like, no, you're fine. (laughs) I know. I know. It it definitely is. Yeah. And I... You know, there were some times that we just paid out of pocket and went to other places because right. well, I needed to know where I was at. You, you know? couldn't and get it to, right, right. Yeah, they weren't they weren't interested in knowing. So, um, you know, it, you kind of just have to, again, you need to work with your doctor, right? But also you, you really have to take your health into your own hands and listen to your body and go, how am That's I feeling? True. How am I doing? And what can I do to start feeling better because – you're the only one that can change it, you know? So, uh, and that's a hard thing, especially when you're struggling with thyroid disease, you're exhausted, you're depressed. Like, the last thing you want to do is take your health into your own hands, <laughs> you know? Like, right. you just want help. 
And uh, so I encourage That's the only way, this. though. So many people feel better. They have to take their, you know, I mean, that's yeah. unfortunately, I mean, and yeah. that's terrible, but it's really such a smack in the face for, for mainstream medicine yeah. that, you know, that patients yeah. do have to take it into their own. I know I did. I know Dana yeah. did. You know, yeah, I would have still exactly. been stuck, you know, within this massive brain fog if I hadn't, you know. I mean, it's yeah. it's sad, but in one way it's very empowering for people to go, okay, but yeah. there's you know, so much that you can do for yourself. Yes. You don't necessarily yes. need your physician to be on board with a lot of things, you know, which is very yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I would like and to, I would like to try to implement that more, you know, for our kids because I know so many people who don't don't want to take their health into their own hands. They just want to go yeah. to the doctor and get the pill. And right. it's so very frustrating, right. which is one one purpose for Thyroid Nation is to try to get the message out and to say, you know, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. You can take baby yeah. steps, but if you're not feeling yes. well, you know, the pill that you're getting that you just want to go to the doctor and just get the pill, It's real. is it really helping you? Like, do right. you really feel great? Right? So right. totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Well, and there's and so many things. So many Sorry, things they don't rule out before they just put people on medication, you know. Right. It's, yeah, it's a it's huge right. frustration. I mean, there's obviously some people that are going to require medication, but then there's a lot of people. Yeah. I really, yeah. honestly, if you had to ask me a percentage, I would say the majority of people who are put on thyroid medication may not necessarily need it. Like there's a correctable thing mm-hmm. that's responsible mm-hmm. for that. Like you said, you know, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. if there's tissue destruction, you know, until we can get into tissue regeneration and things like that, sure. you know, those people sure. are going to need medication. But there's so many people that fall in that subclinical, you know, that go on medication mm-hmm. that, that, you know, if they worked a little bit harder or, you know, were, and if they had their physician on board to help them do that, you know, yeah. I mean, how tough is right. it is a stool sample to really do to find out? I mean, I just think there's a lot of people that could could, you know, not necessarily need to go on medication like in your case, you know. So it's yeah. um yeah. It's sad that they're not more proactive on on helping people, you know, not necessarily instead of just dispensing that pill, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why it's great to find, like, a functional medicine doctor or a naturopath or somebody that's coming from that mindset of let's figure out the root issue and then let's help you heal from the ground up because uh, that's not something that most, you know, medical doctors that we have access to have been taught in medical school, right? So um, coming, you know, the others are coming from a different mindset, and I really appreciate that because that will give people the tools that they need to you know, make those baby steps. And it is about baby steps, you know, starting to drink broth and starting to use butter or ghee or whatever that, you know, whatever you can eat <laughs> in your, when you eat vegetables and meats and, and just making those slow, steady changes. Uh, I always encourage people to make one change a week, you know, uh, especially when they're not feeling so hot. And I think most people can handle, I usually tell people to start with butter because, it's something to add. I like to focus on what are things you can add to your diet first besides what right. what do you need to take out? Because that's a bit more encouraging. Like, ooh, I can have butter now. Ooh, you know, I can I can make chicken broth and that will help, you know. And right. those are fun steps to take at the beginning. Um, well, and so sad. And who doesn't love think, butter? You know, they go, oh, who doesn't love butter? But people think, you yeah. know, organic butter. I'm like, no, grass-fed butter trumps organic butter every day of the week. And tell it's us why, Carrie. Yeah, tell us yeah. why grass-fed is better. 
Grass-fed is better because, well, first of all, you know, cows are meant to be out on the grass in the pasture, and when they're eating those foods and they're in the sunshine, then their milk and their meat and all of those things um, have more omega-3s. They have more CLA. They have more minerals and vitamins in them than the conventional counterparts. It's real food. It's real food. Yeah, right. yeah, and most people don't realize that there actually is a different a difference um, when you look at the nutrients. Uh, eat wild. And organic butter really just chart. means that that they were fed organic grain, right? I mean, it doesn't mean that they were necessarily yeah. outside. It doesn't mean, you know, right. I mean, if we're going to eat animals, yeah. we need to eat healthy animals. Exactly. Yeah, and I know that some people can't afford organic butter, you know, or grass-fed butter, right? And if you can't, at least get organic or at least just start eating butter. <laughs> get away from the margarine, margarine, sorry, and the vegetable oils and at least make a step towards just real butter because that will make a, a big difference. Even if you can't advance up to the grass-fed or maybe you can't find it in your area or something like that, making those small steps can can make a big difference. Listen, I have to tell you, my husband and I, we have been buying grass-fed beef for a long time. When it started at fourteen, fourteen ninety-nine, almost fifteen dollars a pound, you know. And you have yeah. people complaining now that it's five ninety-nine a pound. I'm like, are you kidding me? I know. <laughs> That's fabulous, you know. And the more you buy it, the more you buy it, the more you buy it. It's a supply and demand issue. The price will come down, and eventually, I watched this um, this one documentary called King Corn. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't seen that one. Oh no. gosh, grab no, get them, yeah, and and uh, okay. watch King Corn, but um, it's an awesome, and it shows the whole history of corn, and um, you know that that a cow cannot can't really even digest corn. Yeah, I mean, and there's a really yeah. gross portion of that that explains all that, but you know, uh, this cattle, um, what do you want to call him, cattle raiser or whatever. Anyways, he said, you know, he came out and he said, well, you know, if people wanted grass-fed beef, that's what, you know, we would have to produce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, every, yeah. because everybody bought the other type of beef, that was what mm-hmm. they produced. It's a supply and demand. So if we demand grass-fed yeah. beef, demand. then they're going yeah. to provide grass-fed beef and the price is going to come down. So you have to buy it to get it yeah. to eventually be cheaper, you know? Yeah. But it's, and it's when you buy really it directly cool from the farmer. Oh, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Oh, gosh, definitely. even better. Carrie, where do yeah. you live? Where are you from? Where's home? Well, from, I'm from Texas, but uh, like I said, my husband's military, so we've traveled all over the place. Uh, we are currently in Florida. Oh, so, wow. Uh, in the, yeah, up in the panhandle. So uh, we, I actually have been getting my meat and stuff from a farm called Peaceful Pastures, and they're in Tennessee, but what's really fun is three times a year they load up their big refrigerated truck with all their meat, and then they drive through some of these southern states. And oh, so cool. I go out and meet them on the side of the highway, and they throw a bunch of oh, white packages so cool. in the back of my car. Yeah, it looks kind of sketchy, <laughs> but we're totally legit. It's really meat. And, um, yeah, I've been buying from them for for quite a while, and they're, the meat is fabulous. The prices are great. Um but if you're not, you know, obviously not everybody lives in the South, right? There's a, that right, site, right. com, and you can go and search for, uh, through your state, and you can figure out where the nearest farm is. And and i got to say, I'm sure you all have experienced this. If you have to drive, like, a couple of hours to pick up meat that's maybe going to last you for a few months or whatever, it is so worth it. So worth it. 
So yeah, even if you're finding yeah, a farm that's a little further, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well you guys are just making me jealous. Country, so well, I'm, ga- I'm gonna. There's a huge. I'm gonna huh? step out. I'm going to step out. You guys are making me jealous. You know, I can't drive anywhere. I mean, you know, I guess I could go through Guatemala and El Salvador. You know, you would think, I swear, one of the weirdest things when I first met Dana was, you know, I'm thinking she lives in Costa Rica, right? So she's got all this access to fresh food and, right, grass-fed beef and all these things. And it is so Americanized. Like, everything is so commercial for her to get healthy food down there is so hard. It's crazy. Like, I was so blown away by that. Yeah, yeah. That's we have skinny I'm cows. Sorry. Do you? We have skinny cows here. Yes, we do. I mean, they are like we call them skinny cows, but they are skinny. Like they're they're not yeah. cows. I mean, you don't want the big bloated ones anyway. But these are like you know they're up on how you know the side of a mountain, so they're you know they're they're very lean. Right. And um, they funny. you know so you don't even really want them anyway, right? So, but yeah. um, yeah, I was just teasing because I I I'm just. My mouth is salivating over here listening to you guys talking about grass-fed and organic and la, 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 all this fabulous stuff. I'm just going to sit back and listen. You guys you keep poor going. Thing. I know. Oh, geez. Well, Carrie, let's get back because I know we wanted to cover some uh, some good topics with you. And I know sure. that you didn't take prescription medication, but what would you say right. to someone who's currently taking medication? Do you recommend people stop their medication or or tell us more how you feel about that uh, i mean like we said before sometimes you just need it for a while and sometimes that can help you i mean this is from my understanding what i've learned from my nutritionist and stuff like that you know sometimes you need it for a while uh always of course talk to your doctor you don't want to just stop cold turkey that could be a really bad idea uh, you know, and there are other alternatives. There are more natural alternatives. So you could talk to a functional medicine doctor or nutritionist about that. I know there's Armour Thyroid. There's also different supplements from, like, Standard Process and Biotics and Thorn that make different uh, thyroid supplements and things that you can that you can try out. So, uh, you know, and making steps with your diet and then, you know, adding some toast to detox to your day and getting out in the sunshine and getting gentle exercise and stuff will help you hopefully move toward healing, right, and start reducing those symptoms. And you can work alongside your doctor, whoever you're working with, to hopefully slowly start weaning back on that medication, you know. And uh, that's just that's what I recommend. Of course, people write in all the time and they're like, what did you take or what are you taking or this is what I'm taking. And I'm like, I didn't take anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there are a lot of great supplements and stuff out there that can can do a great job. So talking to a holistic practitioner is a great idea, a good step. Right, for sure. And, and you know, people who've had, you know, significant tissue destruction, uh, that may not necessarily apply yeah. with them. But, you know, like you said, death sure. thyroid is a much better option than levothyroxine and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah, and and so many people, the just the over the counters, even though they're so much uh, less potent, you know, for some people that can be just enough, and you know, right, um, right, right, the whole. Yeah. but of course we're we're all three we're we're all three on board with them, you know, with having a, having a doctor, a medical advisor uh, along you know your path with you because you oh, just yeah. don't really know, and and right. having their yeah. expertise, yeah, absolutely. Well, you have to because but I you, I have seen so many people that withdrew their medication. And over the long run, you know, there's major mental health consequences yeah. from that. Right. So I mean, right. Right. 
right. uh, you know, it's definitely something that you have to have a practitioner on board who who is able to prescribe medication. Those are the only people that are really qualified and legal to yeah. take you off yeah. of your medication. You know what I mean? I mean, it's exactly. it's illegal in California to coach somebody off of their medication. It's illegal. You can go to jail. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, you know, a- your practitioner is the one who's, you know, who's going to help you do that. And there's people who do that. They do it all the time. I mean, what better way yeah. to, to get mm-hmm. off your medication when you're, you know, when you're, you're watching your numbers come down and you're, you're feeling great. Yeah. And I mean, who's going to argue with that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Yeah. And I, <laughs> Maybe the manufacturer is an android. No one's yeah. going to argue just, with that. <laughs> right. No. And I just, I just had to reduce mine, Tiff. Yes, she did. That's awesome. Yes, Carrie, you'll love this. You'll love this, Carrie. Listen to Dana. This is so uh-huh. impressive, and this is a perfect, you know, uh, a perfect opportunity for you know, like with your story. But uh, tell her, Dana, it's very cool. Yeah, well, I am. Um, I'm. I'm working on my gut. I'm healing my candida, and I've been mm-hmm. doing it since October first. And I started feeling terrible, so I went and had my labs done, and I was way over-medicated. Way over-medicated. So once, I started healing, mm. once I started healing my gut and my candida, I didn't need as much thyroid hormone. And um, so, yeah, so I wow. went from three grams to two right now. So so we'll see. Yeah. So I want to just keep keep at it. Yeah, she was able that's to drop super a whole exciting. Grain. Congrats. Yes. She was Thank able you. to drop a whole grain. I know, right? so that's a perfect... Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. A, <laughs> it, it is a big deal. I'm so glad to talk to you guys because not very many people get it. But, yes, it's a great big sure. deal, so I'm excited, yes. And that's a right. perfect opportunity, should, I mean, right? Can, yeah. I think we should celebrate the small steps, too, you know? I mean, just being able to wean off of something or being like, hey, I was grain-free for a month. Like, being able to celebrate with one another those steps. That's a, you know, those things are a big deal. We're having to make drastic changes in our life and taking control of our health, and it's fun. You know, I enjoy right. being able to celebrate with other people. Right, absolutely. Me so too. tell us about, this is a perfect opportunity to to talk, Carrie, about what your top three foods to add or remove from their diet, just, you know, because grain is a huge, huge fungal feeder. So tell us what are your top three foods to add or remove. Well, number one, add butter. If you can have butter, if you really have, like, a dairy allergy, use use ghee. Um, or if you can't do ghee, if you can't tolerate ghee, then lard or tallow. Um, you need fat-soluble vitamins, and you need them at every single meal. And people don't realize that, like, for instance, in vegetables, there are fat-soluble vitamins in vegetables that can't be digested properly unless that fat is present. So... Uh, eating those healthy fats at every meal, maybe start with like a tablespoon, you know, of butter, ghee, water, tallow at every meal. Uh, it just provides a wealth of nutrients, and it's so good for the brain. It just it helps calm the body. Uh, that's my number one. Uh, and I guess two and three, I'll say things to get rid of is, <laughs> uh, I mean, I did say earlier, like to focus on things to add. Um to get rid of, I would say definitely soy. Um, any any kind of soy can be harmful to the thyroid unless unless it's fermented. You can a lot of people, and I was able to have very small amounts of fermented soy, like in a a fermented uh, tamari or something like that. Um, that will not be it won't be harmful to the thyroid. But the soy, it's just in 
everything and is not healthy for the thyroid. And then, like we said, the grains. Um, I know that that's a difficult one, but golly, there's, I mean, I've got a whole website full of recipes, but there's also so many great resources out there now as well for grain-free recipes. And, uh, you know, you can still have pancakes and waffles and muffins and and all of those types of things and really not feel uh, deprived. So, um, and I'll add a fourth, you know, add some fermented foods to your meal, or sorry, to your day. At every single meal, I like to eat a couple tablespoons of some type of fermented food, be it a sauerkraut or a kimchi or other uh, fermented vegetables. Those are super healthy for the gut. Like a tablespoon of, of the raw sauerkraut has millions of probiotics in it. So the healthier your gut's going to be, yeah, <laughs> I do too. I do too. Don't you remember so, being um, a kid? No, probably not you, Tiff, but don't you remember being a kid and coming home and the house smelled like sauerkraut and you're like, oh, we're having sauerkraut. And now both my husband and I, <laughs> oh, we love sauerkraut. So yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. I think my mom was the only German woman on the planet that would only eat sauerkraut out. Like, she never made it at Mm. home. I'm like, what? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And it's so easy. Like, that is something I want to do is make homemade pickles and homemade sauerkraut. Because I love pickles. You've got to talk to Melissa. Melissa Melissa pickles her pickles. So you've got to talk to Melissa. (laughs) Yeah. So, Carrie, do you have any good recipes for uh, fermented foods on your – I love your site. I love the colors. They're, like, all my favorite colors. Beautiful. And it's a very oh, soothing, very soothing site. Thank you. Thank you. That was the goal. And we did a redesign last year, and I told my designer, I'm like, look, a lot of the ladies coming to my site have thyroid disease. So we want to create a space that's very calming. And where they, when they look through <laughs> the pages, they can feel like, I can do this. So – that's good feedback. <laughs> Thank you. It looks like it looks like a Food Network. It looks like you're Aww. on the Food Network. So I'm. We're waiting Thank to see you. you on the Food Network. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe one day. You just, never you, know. You just never know. You never know. I mean, if you're you fitting right in, it looks great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Don't, for, um, don't forget the. Don't forget the. Um, are you still there? Or did we lose you? I think Dana? she cut out. She did. She's got oh, she a new headphone. Out. Oh, yeah, no, she oh, dropped no. completely. That's okay. okay. She'll okay. listen, and then she'll call right back in. So we'll we'll get yeah. her back here, and then she'll be like, hello, with that southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you asked about fermented recipes. I do have one for a sauerkraut and then uh, kombucha. I have one for regular flavored kombucha and then, like, a flavored one with, like, a, a fruit cheese. And kombucha is also a good place to start if you are new to fermented foods. You know, sweet, naturally effervescent tea. And a lot of times people go, oh, no, it has sugar in it. But people don't realize that you have to have sugar in the kombucha because that's what creates all of that healthy bacteria and probiotics in the drink. And so by the time kombucha is completely brewed, it's only about 2 grams per cup. So, um, but that's a good place to start. And then the sauerkraut, um, that's easy, you know. You just pound a bunch of cabbage with salt and stick it in a jar. I mean, it's not hard, you know. Right, right, right. (laughs) She's back. She's back with us. Can you, can you, Jenna? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I can't even talk about it. My poor dad. (laughs) Just seeing my eyeballs, me and Trent are looking at each other. We're like, oh, my God. 
thought it was my dad oh. calling on FaceTime, so we'll have to oh, turn no. those notifications off. I just forgot. You know, I was out of town, and so I just kind of out of my sure. routine. And holy moly! Does it just drop you completely when someone else calls in? Oh well, that's the first time it's ever happened, so I don't know. I mean, you know, I got a new computer over the holidays, and so this is the first. Thing. So you know, I'm just going to be prepared. It's all learning, right? Learn baby sure. steps. We're all learning baby steps. So anyway, sorry about that, right. guys. I'm back. Hey. <laughs> so any favorite life in Costa Rica. Any favorite detoxing foods, like any smoothies that you like, or cilantro. I mean, people that may not necessarily have a major you know, uh, let's talk about detoxing. So there's, you know, yeah. many different ways to detox and some great foods for that. So we would love to hear Definitely uh, cilantro. detoxing. Yeah, That's yeah. a big one, right? That's yeah, big. yeah. Um, you know, one of the big foods for detox is, uh, you know, animal foods. <laughs> and sometimes people go, what? That can't be true, but the vitamin A that's found in the grass-fed butter, that's in the grass-fed meat, that's in the liver, all those things, your body actually can't detox without vitamin A from animal food. And people right. will argue and say, no, 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 vitamin A is in vegetables. But that's actually a misconception. Uh, vegetables have beta-carotene, and beta-carotene can be converted to vitamin A if the body has the proper resources, but it actually doesn't have the vitamin A like the animal foods do. So right. that's also why it's so important at every single meal to getting those fat-soluble vitamins from the butter or the ghee or the lard or the tallow, something like that. So, um, And, you know, when people make these juices and it's just like all these vegetables um, or fruits, like you need to add some fat to it because your body is going to have a difficult time Say that it. again, <laughs> Carrie. Say that again. Amen. Please. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Please. Yes, I get nasty emails about this one, um, but it's true. And, um, when you're juicing, when you're eating, having all these smoothies and things like that, you have to add some fat to it because there are, vi- there are um, vitamins in there, right? Those fat-soluble vitamins, your body won't be able to use them and digest them properly and use them to heal unless you've got that fat present. So one of my favorites to add to smoothies and people go, oh, my gosh, it's so gross, and it doesn't taste gross at all, is raw egg yolk. Uh, great source of vitamin A and choline and omega-3, and you cannot taste it. It makes the smoothies uh, very creamy, and uh, we eat them every single day in our house. And I make my smoothies with all sorts of stuff in them, and my kids love them, and their friends come over, and they have them, and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's the best smoothie I've ever had. So... Um, you can add that when you're juicing. Maybe add some raw cream. I mean, it's going to taste fabulous, right? Uh, right, right. Or if you want to do the, the egg yolk and a little bit of cream and then whisk that in there, um, that's a great way to add some, Ooh, uh, yummy. some of that good, good animal fat. So um, that's really one of the backbones of detoxing. It really is. Is now that how vitamin do you, Carrie, how do you foods. feel about uh, how do you feel about, like, hydrolyzed collagen? Do you like that for people who don't – maybe they're just too grossed out by, by the other ones? Or hey, How do you feel about that? Do you like that mode for, for the people who may be a little bit queasy or um, – Sure. Any thoughts um, on hydrolyzed collagen? I love the collagen. I use it. I'll put it in smoothies. But from my understanding, does it have that vitamin A in there? No, that's know. more about uh, protein. That's that's protein and amino acids and um, 
yeah, yeah, not so much yeah. fat. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's great to like I put that in the in smoothies every day. In fact, I'll tell you all my favorite favorite smoothie, and my kids drink it and love it. Uh, and their friends do too. So this is like teenager approved even. <laughs> is I will do <laughs> That's huge. Uh, a, yeah, huge. It is a big deal. Um, a cup of frozen strawberries. And then I'll do three-fourths of a cup of raw milk. Or you can do coconut milk. And then I'll do like two tablespoons of raw cream. Again, you could just do the coconut milk if you wanted. And then I'll do uh, two egg yolks and a scoop of the collagen, and like a Ooh, teaspoon of vanilla. Good. It's so good. <laughs> and then, That's making me, I, that sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it tastes just like a strawberry. Well, it is a strawberry milkshake. It's just I'm adding all these goodies in there. Uh, and then I'll add like a smidge of honey or like a, you know, a tiny drizzle of maple syrup. You don't have to have it, but... Right. Just a little uh, sweet. No, you know, those are awesome. Just a little. Yeah, just a little. And then what I started adding last fall, and I my nutritionist had told me about it, and I was like, Kim, you're crazy. That sounds gross. And I went to her house, and she made it for me. And then I was like, okay, you're right. You win. This is really, really good. So we all need to add more liver to our diet. It is one of the most nutrient-dense so foods on the planet. So I have I always have frozen liver in the freezer, and you want to make sure it's been frozen for 14 days before you use it, just to make sure that if there was anything in there, it's it's dead, it's gone. Um, right. And so I will just shave off about like I'll just pull it out, and you can actually with a chef's knife just kind of shave off um, a bit, and I'll do you know about an ounce of liver, and I throw it in there, and I whisk it all up, and it's fabulous. I mean, you cannot taste the liver at all, and I. I do not like liver at all. I can't, I, just even a hint of that flavor, I can't stand. And this, it's it masks power it completely. Food, yeah. 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 So that's my very, very most favorite shake that I make several times so a week you put, for breakfast and stuff. You said you put like an ounce of the frozen uh, liver in the smoothie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's like that's pretty sneaky. Like for your kids, that's yeah. awesome. Very <laughs> sneaky. I know. Awesome. I know. And the first time I fed it to them, I didn't. I didn't tell them. I just because I want. I just want to see if they like it. You know. Right. Right. If you hand them a Absolutely. shake and you say this has liver, they're gonna say ooh. I would say ooh. I did say ooh. <laughs> Right. You know, I gave it to them and my husband, and they all were like, wow, shake is so great today, Mom, thanks. And then later on I said, hey, I want you to know I put liver in it. <laughs> and they all said, oh, cool, well, you can keep putting liver in our shakes. So that's fine. <laughs> oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, vitamin A is uh, it's great for thyroid function and the liver. So you just got to add more to your diet. <laughs> And vitamin A is super critical for people with Epstein-Barr. It's actually very uh, important mm. in uh, viral loads. Vitamin A is critical. So that's an awesome, yes. that's a that's a good Epstein-Barr smoothie right there. Yes. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you all want to read more about detox, just for the listeners, I do on my site, Delicious Organic, I do have a 10 things I tell anyone who wants to detox. And it was actually written by my nutritionist. So it is chock full of some really, really great information. Very cool. And oh, I know good. you're an essential oil yeah. person, Carrie, too. So share with us some of your 
your favorite uh, essential oils for detoxing and, and different things for thyroid and give people a, yeah. a little carry tip on essential oils because I know that you have some yeah. great webinars and stuff on that. Yeah, I do. That was something that kind of just fell into my lap. I was super skeptical of essential oils. I thought they were weird, and I was like, why would you use those? And then <laughs> I was at uh, the Weston Price Conference about a year and a half ago, and fabulous conference. Like, if anybody's looking for a top-notch health conference to go to, that one is the bomb. They bring in really? such amazing speakers and doctors and scientists and it's like I can't write fast enough. You know, I'm old school. Really? I always have the spiral. You know, my friends laugh at me because I don't bring my computer. And I'm like, no, I want to write it down. But um, so I was at the Western Prize Conference. And before I started using essential oils, when I would fly, my head would hurt. Like, I just didn't feel good. And so I arrived at the conference. My head wasn't feeling well. And my friend Susan, who's a nutritional therapy practitioner, said, here, why don't you try some peppermint? And I totally was like, why would I do that? That's really weird. She and I are friends, you know. She's like, just try it, put it on the base of your neck. And I did, and it worked. And I was like, wait, what is this? Like, I thought you just added oils to your bath when you wanted to smell good. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like, essential oils, like, you know, good kinds, like, they have a lot of therapeutic qualities to them. So, Almost yeah, over the weekend, much. I just kept hammering her with questions and was using the different samples that she had brought with her. She always travels with her oils, and now I do too. And so, uh, you know, for me, this solved a problem because we had moved to a nutrient-dense diet. I was doing all these holistic detox, I mean, all these things. But, like, when somebody wasn't feeling well or my head hurt, I didn't know what to do instead of run to the drugstore and get something synthetic. And that really, really bothered me. And so when I discovered the oils, I realized, oh, my gosh, like this is the answer I've been looking for. And so now I can use something that's 100% natural versus having to run to the drugstore all the time, you know. Right, um, right. I mean, all the time. We don't get sick too often <laughs> anymore, but... You know, now I have... That's the other benefit of using essential oils is is, uh, that people find that they don't get as sick. Exactly, yeah. They're really wonderful for uh, supporting the immune system. So for just like daily immune support, oils like frankincense and sandalwood are really wonderful. Um, You can put them on your feet. Uh, You can also rub them on the back of your neck uh, for detox. Uh, A drop of lemon oil in your water. Now, of course, you want to make sure that it's a pure essential oil. You don't want a food or perfume-grade oil, uh, but you could add a drop to your water each day, or you can just take it and rub it over your liver, and your liver is on um, the right side of your body, uh, like right under your right rib cage. So you can rub it there. And then, uh, then I started getting so interested in the oils, and I started studying and studying and studying, and I went, oh, I bet you can use these to support the thyroid, right? And so there's this book called The Chemistry of Essential Oils Made Simple. And I will say it's a really, really fat book. So it's made simple, but it's a lot of pages. (laughs) But he gets into, like, the nitty-gritty of the uh, science behind it. And so I discovered that oils like myrrh, which has been around for thousands of years, right? They talk about that in the Bible. Uh, Myrrh is wonderful for thyroid support and you can rub some myrrh directly on your thyroid on your neck every single day uh frankincense is also wonderful for that uh lemongrass 
is a great one for thyroid support. Um, that one can be a little spicy, so if you rub it on your neck, uh, I'd rub it on your feet. I have sensitive skin, so if I rub it on my neck, it's a little, like it might tingle a little bit. Got be, uh, to be careful with lemongrass, though, because it will alter fetal bone development. So lemongrass is one to be very careful, even by inhaling it. Interesting. Got to be careful with yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then clove oil is also really, really fabulous. It's very high in phenols. And phenols clean the receptor sites of cells. Uh, that one's spicy, so put it on your feet. <laughs> uh, super hot, yeah. Made, Which one did you say? It's super hot. Which one was clove. that? Clove. Clove oil. Oh, clove. Yeah. It has an antioxidant auric score of over 1 million, <laughs> which is like blueberries have like, what is it, 9,300 or something, their score. So clove oil is wonderful for antioxidants. I put, uh, I put clove, the spice, in my coffee every morning. Oh, <laughs> I take nice. a little pinch of clove, ground cloves, yes. and put them in my, yeah. Yes. Uh, and two others that I really love, you know, a lot of times when we're dealing with thyroid issues, we're also dealing with adrenal issues, and we need some adrenal support. So basil is really wonderful uh, to help reduce inflammation, and it supports the adrenal glands. And you can rub that right on your adrenals. When they're on your back, they're right underneath your rib cage. They sit on top of your uh, kidneys. And then uh, marjoram, I came across this in my reading, you know, marjoram supports the spleen. Well, the spleen is what regulates antibodies in the blood. So marjoram is a great one to add for thyroid support. You can put it on your feet or you could rub it over your spleen, and your spleen is on the left side, uh, kind of like right under your left rib cage. So um, it could be a good oil to help support healthy antibody levels. So um, I also teach classes. Obviously, can you tell I'm really passionate about it? I just I wish I'd known about these years ago when I was in the midst of everything. Uh, but I teach classes on them, and uh, along with Susan Johnson, who I said was the one that introduced me to them. And uh, if you go to my site, on the right-hand side, you'll see two different um, pictures. One says essential oils for thyroid support, and another is like a 50 practical ways to use essential oils cheat sheet. So you can, uh, you know, you can sign up and, and learn, and uh, you're welcome to write in with any questions and stuff like that. Very cool. That's very well, I cool. Have to just, I have to just jump in really quick because I think this yeah. is really fantastic because I'm not sure. Carrie probably doesn't even know this, and I wasn't 100% sure, too, because I'm not the essential oil guru Tiffany is. She's had her own um, essential oil blend company, aromatherapy company, for like 10 years now. So she's the guru, not nice. me. But when you were talking about all of those, when you were talking about all those ingredients, mm-hmm. I jumped and I thought, huh, I think that's all of those things are in our Speak Your Truth bottle. And they <laughs> were, they are. We have a we have a rub um a roll on carry and it's on my side. Nice. It's a it's for your it's for your thyroid. It's called Speak Your Truth. And Tiffany okay. and I Tiffany and I manufactured it and it does. It has it has frankincense, myrrh, lemongrass, clove and rose and sunflower and jojoba oils and it is fabulous. Nice. And I just put them on. I just put them on. So you should check it out. I was just it was just a proud moment. I wanted to jump in yes. because I was thinking as she was going down the list, I was like, Oh my goodness, hey, we have one of those. How great, right? That so is you gotta awesome. check it out, Carrie. Yes, I definitely so, will. Yeah. So you're preaching to the choir. That's why I kind of sent you. I sent you the for the fishing line on the essential oils to get a little 
for us. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, they they truly it's are amazing. Tool. Yeah, it's a tool. But, along exactly. With the detox and the diet and the lifestyle and you know I amazing some, supportive real, care. It is. Yeah, and people get yeah. really riled up about essential oils, and I think we all need to just kind of calm down and realize that it's just a tool that we can use if we'd like to. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Right, right, exactly. I mean, when I, I one of my favorite things when I first, uh, you know, was enjoying essential oils was uh, with my kids, you know, because if they would get mm-hmm. sick, you know, it would be Tylenol yes. and you're looking at five days on a virus. And, right. You know, right. so just just even with the simple addition of, you know, eucalyptus and tea tree and different things like that, you would take this virus and you would you would cut it into 24 hours, you know. Right. And there was no yeah. need for Tylenol because eucalyptus works as a febrifuge. It'll bring fever down. And it was yes. like the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. And like you said, yeah. you know, someone can even inhale, simply inhale peppermint and get rid of a headache. Yeah. I mean, you're like, that is... Yeah. Why would you need to take? I mean, it's, it is. They're they're amazing, and you and I could probably yeah. talk all day long all day. about how Actually, amazing they are. Yeah, I have them diffusing right next to me right now while we're talking. <laughs> what are you diffusing? Well, tell us. Do tell. What are you diffusing? This, we want to know. It's this, I know it's this blend called Motivate, and I love it. It's just it's like kind of encouraging, like a nice warm hug, and it has peppermint and clementine and coriander and melissa and rosemary and a little bit of vanilla and i just i love it i love 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 it so that's kind of my when i need just to just chill and like work or really get my mind in the right spot like today talking to you guys um then i like to diffuse that it's a nice one Carrie's chilling with essential oils. We love it. Awesome. <laughs> we love yeah. it. Yeah. We love that. Yay, Carrie. Okay, well, before, before we let you well, go, you. We, um, we, have, we have something fun. Uh, we want to know what was on, what's on your menu today. We want to know what you had for breakfast or what's, what's planned or lunch or dinner. We want to hear especially from you because yes. you, know, you, you create all of your own recipes. So we want to know. Give the us, day give in us the, the kitchen of Carrie. A day in the kitchen of Carrie. Right. Okay, so Today so far, well, last night I was testing a recipe for King Ranch Chicken. Do y'all know that recipe? I'm from my the favorite. South. And it's... My favorite. That is my oh. favorite. That is my favorite. Okay. Texas thing, yeah. right? And I love King Ranch Chicken. Yes, Texas thing, exactly. <laughs> and so I, yesterday afternoon before the kids came home, I made my Green Free Crepes from my book, uh, The Green Free Family Table, and then was like, I am going to make King Ranch Chicken. I hadn't made it in years. And so I tested that recipe last night. It was amazing. I was just so pumped, and it felt, you know, it just reminded me of home and when I was a kid. So that's what we had for dinner, and uh, I'm going to – actually, I'm going to put that up on the blog next week so you all can be watching for that grain-free King Ranch chicken, which is exciting. Uh, cool. And then this morning – I sound really boring, but this morning I got up and I actually had some of that for breakfast. Because I come up and I'm like, it was so good. I mean, it's got chicken and, the, you know, you put it in ghee and it's got onions and just all sorts of stuff. So I had that and a cup of raw milk. My my normal breakfast of choice is two fried eggs, some sauerkraut, and a glass of raw milk. And uh, oh, then I'll yum. take, like, my omega-3 supplements. And uh, usually at lunch I have I have leftovers. I just find it so easy. We all do leftovers for lunch, and that's, like, one less meal that I have to cook. And um, 
tonight, I hadn't quite fully planned it out, but it's probably going to be some type of meat that I cook on the stove and then a vegetable. I, I tend to, you know, go into meat and vegetables a lot because they're just easy and I can pull stuff out of the freezer for my bulk order for my farm, right? And uh, Not my farm, but the farm I've purchased from. And, so uh, right. tell me and real quick, veg- i got to ask you, I got to ask you yeah. real quick, honey. Where do you get yeah. like your raw milk? And you talk about the, you know, the the cream and, you know, yeah. it's for me. So here, it's so hard to get a hold of those things. Do they also your your farm that delivers? Do they also carry those things for you too? Well, we are really fortunate. Um, there is a farm about an hour and a half from here, uh, the Ochizi farm, and they also have oh, a line of raw milk. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god. And their milk is called Joe Ash's Raw Milk. And so in Florida, it has to say it's for pet consumption only, but they sell it in the health food stores. So I am fortunate enough. I can just walk in and get my milk and my cream and my raw butter and uh, and all of that. So, um, yeah. Dirty dog. You're lucky. I know. I know. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I'm right with you on that one, Dana. <laughs> we actually oh, have good. a co-op. Yay, I'm delivers. not alone. I'm not alone. Yeah, Azure Azure Farms, Azure Standard is a uh, they're a yes. uh, yeah. a co-op that goes out of um, Oregon, Oregon, and we get a lot yeah. of our we get a lot of our stuff through them, which is awesome too. Yes. So I'm gonna have to they're get great. some raw cream because you're I love that stuff and. You know what's an an interesting tidbit. We had I was uh, severely lactose intolerant when I was a baby, and so I was fed Mm. soy milk. We can all just go, oh, poor Timmy, poor thing. (laughs) Soy formula, right? I'm surprised I made it to 46. But um, anyways, my my fourth child had a severe lactose intolerance, and. Uh, even through my breast milk, if I ate dairy, and I've been a food-controlled diabetic since I was 19, so I used mm-hmm. dairy and, of course, as a fat to slow the uptake of mm-hmm. sugar. That was a huge thing of me not being on medication. Yeah. So to pull dairy from me, it was kind of like, you know, then my blood sugars, we knew were going to go all over the place, you know, unless I yeah. replaced it with a different type of fat. And, and um, anyways, long story short, Daisy had a terrible uh, lactose problem through my milk even from me eating mm. dairy. So long story short, well, she, she ended did. up putting her on raw goat's milk. Well, mm-hmm. I was drinking raw goat's milk and then through my breast milk. And then when she was, you know, weaned off breastfeeding, she went, you know, to drinking raw goat's milk and she was fine, totally fine, right? So my wow. girlfriend was the producer of that because she has, you know, 10 kids and, and you know, a herd of 20-some yeah. goats and, and the whole nine yards. But during certain times, they make less milk. So she said, well, i got to cut you off now. And, and I said, well, that's okay. I've seen the Meyerberg at the, you know, at the grocery store, and we'll just, we'll just switch to that, right? Yeah. Well, so we did, but that's not raw milk. And when she drank that, she was having serious problems. So that whole raw oh. milk thing is so yeah. important for, yeah. for lactose intolerant people. That's that what makes all the difference is all those enzymes in the raw milk. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> so, so much, that was so that's Carrie, my, so much. That, Carrie, so much so like, that, that she has her own she has her own goats now. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we have our own goats and chickens and yeah, we live on a little farm here in Joshua Tree. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. California. So, yeah. Sorry, go yes, ahead. Yes, it's sunny California. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah. we kind of found out real quickly, though, Carrie, just to be honest, they're, they're three pets now because I, we found out fairly quickly that we weren't farmers because when you have to, you have to, you know, of course, breed the goats and, and then they have babies and then you have to pull the babies from, in order to get the milk, right? So we had this baby that was screaming. When, they, when my girlfriend gave us the goats, they were both, mm-hmm. they, you know, had just had babies and she kept it. She did all of that. And she gave us the goats that were ready to milk. But you have to give them a break and then rebreed them and do it all over again. And I could not separate the baby screaming. I mean, here I breastfed four kids. So I was like, there is no mm-hmm. way I can do this. So we have this beautiful, <laughs> beautiful goat uh, that's, that was her baby. And he nursed for three years and he is a fabulous, fabulous creature. Aww. But we, of course, got it. no milk because I'm not a farmer. <laughs> yeah. So I so appreciate all it. the people that do all that work. I couldn't do it. Yeah, can't do it. I'm not a farmer. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, they do. They scream, and it's terrible, right? They're like, It's like they're going, Mama, Mama. You know, it's like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> right. Which, you know, for, for farmer people, they're like, you know, Suck it up, Tiffany, and put on your big girl panties. And, you know, you're not killing the babies, getting his own milk and the whole nine yards. You just need some for yourself. And I was like, yeah, I can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we have three beautiful goats. Yeah. That's goats nice. At this point. That's great. <laughs> Pet Nubians. <laughs> yes. Well, Carrie, so that has whole... been a true, true pleasure. It has been a true pleasure talking to you today. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tip. Um, we know okay. it's 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 about that time to let you go, and uh, I just really appreciate it. You've been um, an inspiration. Your site has been, and I've been following you since I started Thyroid Nation, and so I'm thrilled you came on the show and talked to us today. Thank you so very much. Thank you so yeah. very much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate well, it. Well, real, real quick, Carrie, any new things yes. coming up? You having any new? Uh, what's new on the on the agenda? for Carrie and Deliciously Organic. We'll tell everybody where they can find you. But uh, anything new on the horizon for you? Um, right now we're just keeping on keeping on what we're doing. Um, yeah, I'm teaching the essential oils classes. I have Real Food Boot Camp where you can learn how to cook all the good ways that we've been discussing and how to detox. And, you know, I've got my two cookbooks and things like that. So right now we're, uh, we're kind of laying low and just continuing to – to move forward and on help the, educate people on the fabulousness. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so very, very much uh, for for joining us today. Yeah, you're welcome. We had such Y'all a great a time. Great... Yes, it was great. Thank you. All right, Carrie. Have okay, a have a good day. day. Okay, you too. Bye. I'm I'm sitting here and I'm How staring fun. at her site. <laughs> I love this. I, I love this it's site. Doesn't so it look pretty? Like I a... know. It looks like a food network. I mean, she looks so comfy and that beautiful kitchen and the beautiful colors and on and these I recipes. Know. You you scroll down. I'm like, I have to make that breakfast frittata. I'd seriously. And then the next one is homemade. Well, I'm waiting for my god. That's my favorite chicken. I'm waiting for the King Ranch chicken. I can't wait. Deep dish grain free pizza. Do you see that one? Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And all these have amazing recipes. And she's got uh, top ten tips to curb sugar cravings. And that's at deliciouslyorganic.net. You can connect with Dot Carrie net. there, and just she's got webinars for essential oils and just all kinds of good stuff. Essential oils, 
Oh, and these recipes. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? Oh, and she goes down and talks about Epic. Doggone it. I forgot to ask her about that, if those Epic bars were good. I have wanted to actually get those. They are like the cleanest protein bars on the planet. I'm going to have to read that. I know, aren't article. they expensive? They are, but I mean, you know, I mean, that's, it's, you can either pay medical know, bills or you can pay, you know, I good know. protein. That's right. <laughs> You're like, no, Tiffany. I get it. I can't. I get it. I'm going to have I to start sending it. you an Amazon box once a month. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, Ooh. right? Because sweet I'm sitting potato here thinking about casserole. These, you know, huh? These um, things in the recipes and all that stuff, like, it's, I can't it's, I can't get the ingredients. So just it's very, very frustrating. That is. So I sit now, here we and need to do, and look at them. We need to do you oh, so a cool. huge Amazon box once a month. Oh, she's got a recipe for green goddess dressing. Oh. <gasps> Oh, my gosh, that sounds – I'm going to have to make that. Oh, my gosh, I'm looking at this. Oh, I'm going to have some fun on this site. Deliciouslyorganic.net. Net. I can make this one, Breakfast Frittata, this one. This one I can get all this stuff. Not easily, but you I can get it. You could probably get a lot of this stuff. You could get a lot yeah, of this I stuff. Can. I, I mean, I like can. the green goddess dressing, basil leaves, lemon, garlic. Uh, anchovy paste that might be kind of hard for you to get down there. Celtic sea salt, ground uh, pepper, yeah. sour cream. I just, got, just brought back my Celtic sea salt. Huh? I just brought back my Celtic sea salt, so that's good. So, um, so yeah, so it does make it a little difficult, but but I love all her recipes. So let's wrap up, Tiff. It's time to go. We're gonna have some as fun. always. All right, girlfriend, we got things to do. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much to our listeners. Thank you, thank you. Please share your Thyroid Thriver uh, journey with us at thyroidnation.com slash thyroiddrivers. You can submit your story there. I have three backed up, so I'll be getting those out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's not necessarily um, whether you're healed or not. It's it's pre- pretty much just your journey. We want to hear um, your journey, and it, it can help other people listening to uh, what other people have gone through. So love to get that. So very true. And be sure to check out our new skin and thyroid care line, Thyroid Nation Essentials at thyroidnation.com. Dana and I created this with just an enormous amount of love and light and, and doesn't replace medication. This is all supportive care, just essential oils that are particularly supportive of the thyroid and uh, can be helpful with specific thyroid symptoms and just some good stuff, all clean, no synthetics, with just a ton and ton of love and light. So make sure to check those out. Uh, and of course, our flower field moments are signature. We, we, you know what? We needed. A we didn't say we had any flower field moments. We had we did. So I think many, my flower field moment was when Carrie was talking about adding fat to the um, to the smoothie. Oh yeah. You know, and of course, fat slows the you... sugar. That was that was a huge flower field moment for me, for sure. Yes, it was. Um, anyways, check out our line. We have some just amazing things there, and of course, they're not only supportive and wonderful for thyroid care, but they just flat darn out smell good, right? <laughs> oh, they feel day, good. They smell good. Everybody everybody at the um, Mary Showman Me Time Wellness Weekend this past weekend in Arlington, Virginia, everybody loved them. I brought them all out, and, and you know, they passed them around the table and smelled them and tried them on, and everybody just loved them. So that was fabulous. Okay, guys, make sure to follow us on ThyroidNation.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. We're we're everywhere. We're going to be doing some blabs here pretty soon, so um, so be sure and stay tuned for that. I'm excited for that. We also want to remind you that wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation. 
please make sure to always listen to your own body and be mindful of what it is telling you for sure, especially with sensual oils. Is. <laughs> yes. This is Dana, your thyroid nation gringatica from Costa Rica. And Tiffany Milanich of Grateful Garden Up Is. Bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Thanks, guys. Bye.